Welcome to the Lucky Let Cord Podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. I'm your host, Chris Otto, coming to you live on Sunday, March 10th. We have a rock-solid order of play set to begin in about two and a half hours at the Indian Wells Tennis Garden. For now, we've got relative silence around the grounds, workers starting to show up. You see some maintenance vehicles driving around, and a little surprise as I sit here perched on the top row of Stadium 4, who do I see but Naomi Osaka and Jermaine Jenkins walk out to practice court 4. They are the first players on the practice courts today. It's going to be busy out there. There will be huge crowds. We've got Federer and Nadal in action. We've got Serena Williams and Garbina Muguruza on Stadium 1. Simona Halep will be in action. So much to talk about. But before we get to it all... Let's head over to the press room. I had a short interview with world number nine, Arena Sabalenka, yesterday. The 20-year-old was victorious on Saturday, defeating Ayla Tamjanovic in three sets and has now won 19 of her last 24 three-set matches. Let's take a quick peek at that interview, and I'll see you after the jump. just like when you lose second set you're like well right now I'm here and you're trying to find the best focus and just like to stay in each point stay in the rally enjoying the fighting and just like play your best I was just like 100% on I mean I was playing each point like the last point and that helped me helps me to to come back in the game and six games and won six games in a row so yeah, and, and these third sets, though, now that you've won so many, many of them, when you when you get in one, is it easy for you to reset and say, well, I've been here before, I know I can win this match no matter who I'm playing? Yeah, of course, I had a lot of experience to play three sets matches. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, I know how to come back and, uh, in the game and just, like, I mean, I'm I'm always enjoying the fight. I mean, I I like them when people show me something uh, something good and uh, when they are like fighting and then it's 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 management only you know, like to show something like something else and to to go on the next level and I enjoy it. Speaking of next level, I mean, last year you came here, you were 63 in the world, and now one year later you're number nine in the world. I've listened to an interview with Dimitri recently, and he was talking a little bit about these little things. Now, when you get this high, it's not so easy to climb anymore, and there's little things you need to work on and improve. What are some of the things you need to do to get to the next level? I mean, it's always easier to grow up and... Um to get to get on this level but to stay in this level and to to go even more up it's 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 tougher and um the one thing is just like about the mind just to you know like because you know sometimes when you're like you look at the ranking here you're like oh come on i'm nine on the board and sometimes you're waiting that opponent's gonna lose like much they will a little bit afraid of you but it's totally different situation they 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 will go on the court and show Show the best tennis, and it's a little bit pressure. And uh, the one thing to improve it to, to be to, to feel confidence on this pressure, and just to you know, like don't wait uh, people mistakes. Just like go on the court and still play same game, because it's it's just like you're nine, but it's nothing changed. Just to be honest. Um. Last year you made a little bit of a push to make to Singapore. There's no more Singapore, but now Shenzhen, you got a clean slate and you have to think that that's one of your big goals this year. Is that one of your big goals? And what are some of your other goals for the rest of the season? 
I mean, of course, I want to play uh, finals and uh, uh, and even right now because I'm pretty good in, in China and uh, <laughs> I was happy that they 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 move it in in China and yeah, last year I didn't get in and because I was really focused on the Singapore and this year I'm just like relaxed, just like go in the court and each match play 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 the best tennis and just like show what I can and um, give give their all what I have. Wanted to ask you about a match last season that was probably one of the best, if not the best match of the year with Naomi Osaka at the U.S. Open. It was the deepest you've ever been at a major. It was an incredible match, and I wonder if, if, it, if it sticks with you, if it means something that you were so close to being a player who then went on to win the last two majors. And is it what, how does that live in your mind, the memory of this match? Is it disappointing, or was it something great? I mean, I'd like to say it's something disappointing because uh, I was... I was with a breakup, I think, and and um, I mean um, I could win that match, uh, just a little bit more focus on that match, and um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm pretty sad when I remember the, this match. And uh, but you must look at Naomi and think about I was so close with her. I'm also coming up the ranks. I could perhaps do what she did. No, I don't think this way. I just disappointed that I didn't win that match because it was everything was going on my side I just, and I couldn't finish it. But um, it is how it is. She she's a great player. She did well, and uh, of course, two Grand Slams uh, in the row. It's uh, well, not a lot of players can can uh, can do that. <laughs> so and you never know what happened if if I won that much, if I won somewhere else. So but it's tennis. The ball is round and. Everything can change in one second, so and you need to be ready for that. Very true. And two more quick questions from me. One about Demetria. You guys seem to have an incredible chemistry. I love to listen to what he has to say about the game and about you. Can you just talk a little bit about how things are going with you guys now and how he helps you? Of course, he helps me a lot. And um, the level where I am right now, it's uh, it's his job and. Uh, I'm so thankful to him because of that. And um, well, it's 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 tough to to work uh, together for a long time because uh, you know like you're pretty close to each other and it's a lot of fighting on the court because before you like it was something new you you was like listening to him like like nobody else and right now it's a little bit like mm, I'm not sure and these 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 so it's uh, it's it's a lot of fightings but we are going through it and um, I mean we're good. Uh, like team so clearly clearly a good team um and last question about fed cup semi-finals this year world group with australia how exciting is that for you you feel like belarus can make some history this year i mean uh it's uh, it's something like really unbelievable but um it's really crazy to play in australia to go there after america and before there you were europe and syria and serious and uh mm, I don't know, uh, but of course we are happy to be in the semi-final, of course, and we are going to, and and we will go there and uh, and we will give everything there because for our country it's really something important. And uh, oh, Australia, Australia, we need to go there. Well, thanks, Irina. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we're back. Very special thanks to Irina Sabalenka for taking some time to chat. And boy, isn't she funny? Unbelievable. And an unbelievably talented player who I think is going to make some serious waves during this season. 
Looking at some of the events that happened yesterday, saw a monumental comeback from Venus Williams back from a set and double breakdown to take out Petra Kvitova to take her spot in the third round. That was one of the highlights that we saw on Saturday. We also saw a breakthrough performance from 18-year-old Canadian Felix Auger Aliassim. He upset Stefano Tsitsipas, earning his first top 10 win and booking his spot in the third round of a Masters 1000 for the first time. That was a fantastic performance by a young player who spent the last month on the clay, won six matches in Brazil, including a trip to the Rio final where he became the youngest player to ever reach an ATP 500 final. But I want to circle back to the Williams sisters because it is really special to see the love that fans were showering down on Venus after she made that epic comeback yesterday. And it made me think about just how lucky we are to have the Williams sisters back at Indian Wells. Of course, a racial incident in 2001 led to the Williams sisters boycotting this event. And they did so all the way until 2015 when Serena returned to the event, calling it the, one of the proudest moments of her career. Venus would follow suit a year later saying it shows that you can always come home it's so nice that we've burnt that bridge and that we have the Williams sisters back at Indy Wells because frankly it didn't feel right here in the desert for many years without them appearing and as the tournament made these changes as they upgraded the grounds and significantly upgraded every aspect of this tournament there was one black hole there was one thing missing and that was the Williams sisters and now that they're back and they're playing in Southern California of course this is where they grew up they are Southern California girls through and through to have them back here I just think it's something we should not take for granted it's absolutely amazing that they're part of this draw and that perhaps this season could be the year where a Williams sisters finally takes home the title. It hasn't happened since Serena won here in 2001. Serena, 12-2 and two since returning to Indian Wells, reached the final in 2016, lost to Victoria Azarenka, and Venus has gone 9-3. and three. And, of course, she beat her sister in an epic third-round encounter last year, although Serena wasn't in the best shape, so that wasn't the Williams sisters in their best form. Nevertheless, unbelievable to have the Williams sisters back and it's something we should not be taking for granted especially with Venus now 38 years of age and Serena at 37. Well I've been out here on top of Stadium 4 doing this podcast for about 20 minutes and Naomi Osaka taking things rather lightly still kind of sitting on the ground, light stretching. Her team's pretty active. They're throwing the football around. Osaka just stretching out with some bands right now. Fascinating player to watch, isn't she? She was very solid in her second round victory over Kristina Mladenovic last night, coming through 6-3, 6-4. She played all the big points very well. She was magnificent on break points. Uh, perhaps the match was a little flat overall. Uh, but she was firmly in control throughout, and boy, you could see when she ups her level on the break points, she um, played some really assertive, aggressive tennis. I think she managed her emotions well. 
Uh, of course, nobody has defended the Indian Wells title on the WTA side since Martina Navratilova way back in 1991. So you get an idea of what Osaka's up against. A lot of pressure on her, a lot of fans looking to her for inspiration. She said she was a little bit weirded out by the amount of fans that had showed up to her practice yesterday before her match. There were TV cameras on site. It was packed on all four corners. And um, it's some of the things that she'll have to deal with and, and manage as she continues to make her assault on the WTA tennis field. Um, world number one, two-time Grand Slam champion, really maturing at a rapid clip, very composed, and just an amazing, phenomenal talent to watch. We're looking forward to... Osaka's third round match, which should be an interesting one. She's facing the feisty American Danielle Collins. Osaka defeated Collins last year at Beijing and dropped just one game. But you know the American will be out for revenge in that contest. Last but not least, we'll take a look at today's order of play. It's going to be a very exciting day, and no matter which court you're on, take a look at stadium number one. Simone Halep's going to get us started with a, a tilt against Ukrainian qualifier Katerina Kozlova. Then we've got Roger Federer. You've heard of him, right? The five-time champion taking on Peter Goyacek on second up on stadium one, followed by a rock-solid tilt between Garbina Muguruza and Serena Williams. That'll close out the day session on one. If you're over at Stadium 2, we've got Kei Nishikori leading things off against Adrian Manorino. Kiki Burtons and Johanna Kanta will follow that. And then it's John Isner against the rising Aussie qualifier, 19-year-old Alexei Popper, and a kid who's making a lot of waves out in 2019. Stadium 3, not too bad either. Elise Mertens and Wang Kyung will start things off on Stadium 3. Dushan Lajevic facing Marin Cilic up next. And Denis Shapovalov and American Steve Johnson. We've got Martin Fuchevich and Stan Wawrinka also on Stadium 3. Over on Stadium 4, Nicholas Yari and Kyle Edmund get us started. On Stadium 5, Andrei Rublev gets us started against Robin Hassa. Uh, other matches we're looking at, Yelena Ostapenko, looking like she's in pretty good form, coming out of her dark period with a wrist injury, looks to be in good health here at Indian Wells. She'll face Marketa Vondrusova. Got Bianca Andreescu, the Canadian, trying to reach the round of 16. She'll face Stephanie Vogel of Switzerland. So, so many good matches. Wouldn't even talk about doubles, should we, and we should be, because the men's doubles draw here at Indian Wells is just stacked with single stars, and it's been very exciting. But lo and behold, some of the, some of the old-school doubles teams have really been the ones that have been uh, holding down the court. The Bryan brothers made big waves yesterday. Some amazing rallies and hot shots in their victory. Uh, they took out the Russians, Karen Hachinov and Daniel Medvedev, and of course, Pierre Ugerbert and Nikola Mahu saved the match point on Friday. They defeated John Isner and Sam Querrey, a.k.a. Quisner. So yeah, tons to look forward to. We're very excited to bring you the action. I want to thank you guys for listening. Let us know you can follow the Lucky Let Cord podcast on iTunes. We'd love it if you rate, review, subscribe. You know the drill. Please stop by. We can use some company. You can also find us on Spotify or on our podcast homepage at Podomatic. On social, you can get in touch with Tennis Now at Facebook.com, Tennis Now. On Twitter, 
at tennis underscore now. You can hit us on Instagram. You can find me around the grounds in a black San Jose Sharks cap. That's it for today. I'm your host, Chris Otto. This has been the Lucky Let Cord Podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. Enjoy the tennis, everybody. Mm-hmm.